here, and welcome to the Spark Show, where we got comedy, news, and two forgettable dicks. With Sparks, you've got tiny wrists. Pike hates French toast, and your children. And you, the Yo, what up, fucker? Subscribe now and become a committee member. Let's rock. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, it just kind of dies there at the end. I kind of yell a little to her. Oh, hi. Hi, Pike. What's up, man? Hey, man. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm just, I got to load up the software. I totally forgot to load up the software for the, the chat with the fine folks over on the Insta. Uh, fuck, not Instagram. YouTube. Shout out to those fine folks over there watching live on YouTube.com slash Sparks Radio. How are you, Pike? Good. Another morning. Every day feels the same. I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Chipper yeah. as usual. Pike is yeah. here. That's great. <laughs> How are you? Uh, hey, another morning. Every day feels the same. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh. feeling wonderful. That's a nine-inch nail. Does today song, feel different? I don't know. Are you feeling more encouraged about today than yesterday? You know, I I feel like last week I had a great week. I, I was feeling like, woohoo, we're on the uptake on this show. And then after just talking to you about how long The Simpsons has been on, and it's widely regarded as the <laughs> downslope, I now feel like we've hit the downslope on this show. They got 30-some years. We've got less than six months into this thing. And I feel like we've peaked. And, I, you know, and the sad reality of that is washing over me. But you know what? We didn't peak because we got a hell of a show today. We got a hell of a show, so maybe we can just. I was, I was gonna say, when do you recall us peaking? <laughs> I, I mean, it's been fine, but yeah, it's been no, it's we peaked and we're gonna stay at the top. Maybe today we're gonna peak because we got a hell of a show, which I'll get to in a second. But Pike, first, I gotta ask you this. Okay. Hey, hey, Pike, how much money would you pay to lick Chibani off of Aaron Rodgers' fingers? Hmm. I, I'm going to do like a, a price is right here and yeah, say please. $1. $1. $1. Bob. You're going to undercut every other person in line willing to pay to lick <laughs> that thick Greek yogurt off of his two index fingers or index yes. middle finger? Really? Even if it was the original, with like no flavor, shitty Greek yogurt, because the 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 truth is that I would be next to him. I would be able to meet him, right? Yeah. If you're gonna lick his fingers, he's gonna be right next to you. He's gonna be inside you, or you're gonna yeah. He's gonna, he's be, gonna, be, inside gonna be he's gonna be inside you for a dollar. <laughs> that seems pretty low. I don't think he would. Oh my god! It. It, you got you have to entice him. You know what I mean? What is he just giving out? that service for basically nothing come on it was your question obviously i named my price you what? acted like it was a bad Dollar. thing like you acted like i i would n not consider having aaron Rodgers inside my mouth for a very small amount of money you're paying him 
So he, I you know, have to, you have to convince him. All right, one dollar. Okay, so so I have to pay him and convince him. Well, the money does the That's convincing. More, you know what I mean? Okay, the money's well, the I, one talking. Well, he doesn't need the money. It's more. <laughs> it's it's more uh, like a pleasure maybe, thing for him. Well, I mean, maybe he doesn't have a spoon. So yeah, so, maybe, he's e- so he's eating like a, an animal. I can't well, imagine that. But let's say now he doesn't have a spoon, but he has your fingers, and you have a little bit. Now of I'm in his on. mouth. No, 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 no. He's eating Chobani. Oh wait, who's eating? Who's eating? Whose fingers? Initially, his fingers were in my mouth, which makes me think he was eating the chupati with his hands. That's right. I thought he was hungry. You're right. Okay, Aaron Rodgers is in your mouth. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I got confused on my own question. Which man is in the other man's mouth? Hold on a second. Now, let me ask you this and be honest. Oh, you're you're sitting there in a in a room and a guy comes in. He says, hey, listen, on the other side of this door, Aaron Rodgers, three time MVP NFL, has a bunch of Chobani on his fingers and he wants you to lick it off. Would you do it? Money's not even a, an issue. Would you say, yes, bring him in? Does it? It's not just a lick the it fingers on the, of a, on a the, legend. Well, depends on who owns those fingers. You know what I mean? I'm not licking a kicker's what do you mean fingers. Who owns those fingers? They're, oh, it's not just some random NFL. They're player. his. They're Aaron. Oh, it's got to be Aaron Rodgers. They're, they're Aaron Rodgers. It is. Yeah. Somebody you're not. You know, he's not. He's not on your team, but you can assume agree he's an all-time great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to hate against Aaron Rodgers. He's amazing. He's Thank probably you. one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I will say this. I will not lick his fingers, though. I don't care who he is. I'm not licking that guy's fingers. What the hell? So you're going to say, no, go ahead and leave him on the other side of that door. I'll never meet him. I'll never get to meet that man in my life. I could have. I just had to lick his fingies. Really? No. For the Even for the, for the show? Can you for imagine the sh- for the show, showing up the next... Okay, I do it for the show, okay? I do anything for the show because we have peaked and we need to get back to where we were. You understand? I would do anything for this. Okay. Well, I would think an episode where we're talking about you licking Aaron Rodgers' fingers in real life, I think that would be a pretty good show. I'm just saying. Fine, fine, fine. For the show, I'll, dude, for the show, I'll lick any NFL player's fingers. Now, are they sexually pleased by this or is this just like, hey, bro? I got some yogurt on my fingers. Can you lick it off? You know, kind of a thing. Hmm. I'm like, let's All say right, he, I'll lick your fingers. He does let out like a an audible. <laughs> but that's it. Just one. <laughs> am I like? Do I have his fingers? And am I like looking up at him? Like, <laughs> oh god, because I don't like that. Yeah. That's yeah, the, the eye contact would make oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be like a quick, like, and done. All right, there you go, Aaron. Okay, your hands are clean. Well, they're kind of dirtier, but you don't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> but I'm done. He's got him on both. He's got him on both hands. Every finger. You got to go one by one. <laughs> what do 
<laughs> he just stuck his it was a, Yeah, it was a big mixing bowl of yogurt that he was using his hands to mix. <laughs> oh, no. For the show, I would do it. For the show. Okay. That's good. Good to know. Yeah. Because I would, too. No, you wouldn't. You'd have to pay. You'd pay a dollar for it. And then, then you'd go. But, you know. No, nah, man. Well, that was the proposition initially. I would, I would do it for free. I would pay. Uh, well, actually, I, I was paying already. Okay, never mind. I would do anything to lick Aaron Rodgers' fingers. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's what he would do. <laughs> We've learned a lot about Pike this morning. What do you got? Well, I had one, and then I used yours already. But oh, anyway, I'll ask oh, you again. Wait, a, a you different doubled one. up. Okay, it's all right. No, it's fine. We can move on. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all right. I, I had one. I had one. I wanted to quick hit on because my question would be: Let me ask you this. You ever fuck with a neti pot? Do we know what a neti pot is? Yeah, but when you say it like that, it's like I pour it into my butthole and it comes out my penis because that's. <laughs> if yeah. I, Have you ever used a neti pot no, to fuck? No, <laughs> no, I've never fucked with a neti pot and I've never used a normal neti pot. It's all weird to me, dude. I don't like it. You know, what very I, weird. Yeah. Turning my nose into a pea trap. I'm not into that. Get out of here. That's fucking gross weird well they say they're pretty effective i've used them and in fact this morning the reason i ask because i have one i've had it under my my cupboard for a long time but i read somewhere that if you use like tap water it could kill you <laughs> that one woman a couple years ago used tap water a brain eating amoeba developed in her brain and she died from using an eddie pot so I sat there, and this morning, I'm like, fuck it. I'll warm the water up. It'll be fine. And I got it all warmed up, poured the saline into the, the thing, and I just looked at it, and I went, fuck, God. And I didn't do it. I poured it out. Are you all congested? What are you doing? Dude, I wake up every day congested. I, let's not act like we all don't know. Fucking full of shit in here. Really? I must have allergies or something. Oh, yeah. You need a new air so, filter. Get an air filter. Change your air filter in that place. It's not this place. It's me. It's my whole life. Oh. You know, I've just <laughs> never done anything about it. So I figured now, all right, you're 30. Let's figure. Yeah. And what happened? Nothing. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Couldn't. I haven't figured it. Stones. I didn't use it. I didn't do it. Yeah. I was scared. How'd you warm yeah, the so water? Yeah, so I need to go get. Like, How'd you warm the water? Filtered you... water. Did you microwave it? I knew it. I knew it. You got to boil the water. Yeah. I know. But even then, I would be too scared. I'm going to go buy, what do they call it, distilled water and use that. <sighs> Just to pour in your nose. But I think I poured in my, it, I've done it before. Man, the shit that comes out of there, it's like an exorcism of your nasal passages. Oh, gross. Disgusting. 
gnarly. Dude. What's gross about that? Oh, I don't dude. even want to think about it. Because you're sitting there like, ah, it all comes out. And then, then mm-hmm. what? Oh, you know, look at it. No, I feel bad for you. What I'll, what I'll do is take a video of it and send it over your way. You know what? I'll put it on the Patreon. How about that? Watch this. Look at this. Put it there on you go. the Patreon, Pike. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. <laughs> hey! Made a graphic yesterday. That's right. We got a couple more uh, people Dude, signing up great. there on Patreon. So make sure you are jumping on it. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. We take all kinds of extra bonus stuff. Well, our plan is to take all kinds of extra bonus content and throw it up there so you can see it. Plus, we do extra questions on Five on Friday. We'll throw up uh, special Q&As. We'll do live hangouts. We got this thing we're kind of kicking around, planning on, all that kind of stuff. So if you want to join, definitely do that. If you want to just become an elevated member, a dollar. It's a dollar a month. I mean, we literally, we couldn't make it any cheaper because Patreon wouldn't let us. So they even warned me. They're like, the dollar's way too cheap, bro. We recommend three. And I was like... Go fuck yourself, <laughs> Patreon. One dollar is where we start here on the show. So make it make it happen, okay? Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. Thank you so much for being here. And if you are, hit that subscribe button. It really does help out the show. So I don't care how you're enjoying it. Uh, if it's on YouTube, subscribe. If it's on Spotify, I think it's a follow button. If it's on Apple Podcasts, yeah, yeah, click subscribe there and all kinds of stuff. It really does help out the show. I know everybody fucking asks it, but it's uh, it's really dumb how much it does help out. So please do that. Thank you very much for being here. Follow this guy over on Instagram. It's at Pike Taylor Radio and all social media, even TikTok. He's on there, but he doesn't dance. I'm at Sparks Radio on uh, <laughs> social media, except for TikTok. Because I don't trust the Chinese government. And then, of course, Jason Lawhead is going to be on the show in a little bit. We've got to talk about the Patreon. We Can you hear me? You okay? You okay? Am I cutting out? Yeah, kind of just doing robot stuff, but I, I got you now. Okay. I, yeah, I think we're good now. Good. Uh, we got to talk about uh, the Project Payhem, the thing that we're launched on. on wait, here it is. Project Payhem. It's part of the uh, old Patreon nice. where we do massive public jokes. We're going to be talking about that here in a little bit. And of course, we got the news that matters. So shout out to all the members of the special committee for jumping on the Patreon page. Thank you so much for doing that. Really, really appreciate it. And it looks like special committee member Donna is crushing it over there on Instagram for the vote for the billboard that we're putting up in Las Vegas. It's going to look like this. Except for it's not going to be Pike with his missing teeth. It's going to be, well, it's looking like it's Donna. But we got one more day left to go there and vote. At Sparks Radio on Instagram. Check it out. Go vote. This is the final day. I'll count all the votes tomorrow before the show, 8 a.m., when we announce the winner. So the person with the most votes, a.k.a. comments on the number, you'll see the video. It's up there on the Instagram will end up getting on a billboard in Las Vegas. We're buying it. I've talked to the billboard company. It looks like we are good to go there. So, dude, get up there. Vote, okay? Make it happen. And, Pike, you'll never have to see this photo again. Isn't that nice? It's kind of growing on me. After I go to the dentist next week, that might be what I look like. (laughs) 
I know they're ripping one out. They might just get to the others and go, fuck it. <laughs> We're going to pull most of these, bud. How? What perfect timing that we've made this billboard and then you realize they're going to be pulling a tooth out when you go to the dentist next week. <laughs> you should show them this. Be like, look, see what happened to me? Oh, my God. <laughs> Brush your Can you teeth. leave me just this one? Yeah. Just this one to sort of break down the food <laughs> so I don't have to completely <laughs> use a blender. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so get up there and vote. It should be a fun one, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what this billboard will look like. So we'll find out tomorrow, 8 a.m., last time, last chance to vote. Now, Pike, before we get to the news that matters, we got to talk to this fine gentleman, Jason Lawhead. Now, I like Jason Lawhead a lot, but I'm a little biased because he's, he's, a, he's a fellow Browns fan like I am. And we are just, I mean, we're having the time of our lives right now. You know what I mean? This oh, is the yeah. most amazing thing in the world. Soak it in. Oh, man. I'm soaking it in for sure. But Jason Lawhead, he's a stand-up comic. Uh, he's originally from Cleveland. He lives in California now, but uh, he's been a comic for a long time, and I've I've, ta- I've chatted with this guy over the years, but now he's got a brand new show. It's called Eat With Me, and you can check it out. It's over on his Instagram. It's at Eat With Me TV on Instagram. It's very easy to remember. Lawheads Court, which was his uh, podcast. He's got a podcast, Lawheads Court, on Instagram. That's what he, he chats with you on, at Lawheads Court on Instagram. And then, of course, he's at Jason Lawhead on Twitter. So we got to talk about his TV show. We got to talk about how the hell he's doing in the pandemic, being a comic with like, you know, comedy all but shut down, basically, especially out in California. It's crazy there. And then uh, uh, he's just a really funny, wonderful human being. Let's bring him in here. Jason Lawhead, how the hell are you, man? It's been a minute since I've chatted with you. How you been? I know the world's gone to shit, but seriously, how, how you doing? I'm doing all right, you know. Um, you know, I, I'm unemployed uh, right now. As as you as you sit here, I'm I'm 48 years old. I have no idea what's going to happen next, and oddly, I feel great about it. You know, and I had a nice <laughs> thing rolling. You know, I, I really do. Remember Mike? Remember when Michael Keaton got fired in Mr. Mom? At yeah. first, he was like, you know, this is great. I, I, I'm just trying to maintain that attitude of Michael <laughs> Keaton. I'm trying not to choke the boss, you know. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. But I feel good, you know. I, I'm lucky to have a uh, a really solid partner, wife, in life. And um, so we've been able to kind of just navigate through it a little bit. And it's, you know, it, like so many people have it worse than, than I do and we do. And um have had hit a, a lot harder you know people you know we just got married four months before the pandemic i was oh. doing a, a little joke yeah i was doing a joke i go i feel like we were the curse you know we got married <laughs> right? no, I swear to God, hear me hear me out we got married and then we went to uh, uh Ven- italy throughout italy for our honeymoon and we ended the trip in venice in late october and literally when um we got back to JFK two days later. Venice flooded. Like it went. Uh, like our hotel in the Grand Canal was like up to the lobby table in water. We that's where we were like two oh, days no. before. We were just there, and so you know, obviously we get through. It's like you know, holidays. By the time you know, it's New Year. We're boom, COVID. 
it's like we went from four months married to 48 years in a month. I mean, we were just, <laughs> just our whole relationship. <laughs> our whole relationship was built on the idea of absence makes the heart grow fine. Yeah. You know, right when she got tired of me around, I had to go catch a plane. Yeah. You know what I mean? I had oh. to go do a gig. I had to go leave for two weeks or a week or 10 days. And, you know, by six days, six or seven, we're like, oh, I miss you. I can't wait to see you. So then I would come home and it'd be great. Oh. Two weeks. Now <laughs> we've just been in like a seven month staring contest. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's gonna break first. <laughs> no, but I, you know, I kid, I kid about that. And um, she's been such a great sport because she's, you know, an entrepreneur, and she is in the, you know, beauty, health, and beauty business out here in California, which has been like shut down, reopened for a second, shut down. But yeah, you know, then she had some issues with with the landlord where her her salon spa she rented was, and on some back rent issues, so. You know, we've had some challenges and uh, she's had to go on out and maybe do a little mobile stuff here and there. And I've been able to pick up a couple of freelance, you know, writing creative things that, you know, come and go. They're not sure. solid. They're not great. But um, and I've been just digging in and busy on a lot of my own projects, some love projects I've wanted to do. And yeah. um, we're just trying to do the best we can with adhering to things, too. You know, we try to. You know, I enjoyed my summer. I went golfing when when we were getting six hundred dollars a week, and uh, yeah. you know I enjoyed the beach when we were around here and stuff. But we've really been kind of just frugal and only going where we need to go. And um, That's it, man. You know, we're, we're you know we're just we made a pact. I did another joke. I said, you know, we were both former service industry people, and we made a pact at the beginning of this that we were going to treat every service industry, every person, every grocery store clerk, every barista, every person we were going to go out of our way to be nice and kind and say thank you by name and offer to bag our own groceries. And I got to tell you, all of that has felt great. I mean, at home, we still talk to telemarketers like the scum of the earth they are. And oddly, <laughs> that feels even better. But that's how I cope. That's how I cope with it. I'm like, I get this call. We we we're, we run to the phone when we know it's spam risk. You yeah. can't wait to talk to that person. Oh, that's amazing. Oh yeah, dude, so, that's that's incredible. Well, this that, is a, that's me in a nutshell to open up. So that's well, my no, monologue. But that's hey, not just yeah. it because this is a perfect segue into uh, one of the reasons why you're here today is you started your 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 a wonderful stand up comic. I love it. You're a huge oh, great, sports thanks. nut. You love sports, but also one of your passions mm -hmm. is cooking, man. And you started this new cooking show that you're doing. It's called Eat With Me. It's like eat with meat, but you crossed out the the eight part. It's just eat with meat. Yeah, the eight A and C, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's uh it's is it it's all vegan dishes, correct? Is it all vegan or just vegetarian? It's all plant based, which is plant -based. I call it plant based because it okay. sounds a lot less feminine than vegan. <laughs> Vegan's got that V at the beginning. It's very vaginal. <laughs> plant based is like penis, balls, plant based. You know what I mean? Like, so I call it plant based. I don't use the word vegan. All right. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Plant based. It's a plant based uh, plant cooking based, show. Plant based recipes. That's right. Right. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll I've watched honest, several I'll episodes. Hash, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I'll hashtag vegan just for the searches in my post. <laughs> But yeah, I don't use the word vegan. Um, but yeah, so I, I decided to do something um, that 
you know, was almost kind of a calling in a way. I've never had really, you know, like that idea of like, um, but, you know, last November, right after we did Italy and everything, um, we decided to go plant-based, her and I. And we had been really kind of leaning into it more. It's not one of those things where you can have like, you know, a steak five nights a week and then two burgers and wings and then say, hey, Monday I'm going vegan. You know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, can't, yeah. <laughs> you can't cross that. There's no threshold for that type. So you have to at least, you have to start maneuvering your way and, and eating less things. And what, so what we did is when we got engaged and moved into a, each, with, with each other, um, we decided we were only going to be pescatarian in the home. Okay. Um, so we were never going to eat land animal or anything like that in the home. If I was out on the road or we went out to dinner, sure, I could order a steak, whatever. But we were never going to get that kind of food delivered to the house. We were never going to get um, that takeout or whatever or bring it home and cook. So we just said, hey, that, that was one step. And that really, you know, we cook at home a lot as much as we can. And um, I, uh, you know, I, I just... I started leaning into it more and, and I was, I was feeling better. And then I saw the documentary game changers. I don't know if you saw that on, on Netflix. It's a uh, uh, Jackie Chan and Arnold Schwarzenegger put together this great documentary and it's called game changers. And it's about going plant-based and it's really cool because it's not one of these meat meats bad for you. Meat proteins bad for you. It just highlights the differences in what your body reacts to and it also shows, you know, I'm not some, oh, I feel bad for Bambi. You know, I'm not like yeah. so ethical yeah. in this idea. I'm more of aging, right? I'm a comic. I'm an independent. I'm my own doctor. And I'm pushing 50. Yeah. And, you know, I ref basketball on the side. You know, I'm not just a comedian. When there's actually uh, sports, I'm a high school basketball ref here in California. So throughout the winter time. I don't have to go on the road a, a, a much and, and, and have to do that because I can make a decent little coin between November and uh, March here doing high school and youth basketball. And that takes a toll on your legs and yeah. your knees and your shins. And, sure. Um, so, and I want to be active. I love to golf. I'm going golfing with some comics tomorrow. Um, I want to be able to walk the course in my 70s and 80s. And I don't want to – I don't want to be in doctor's offices. I don't want to be on these prescription drugs. I don't want to rely on big pharmacy to uh, get me down the road. So that's the choice I made. And then when you kind of see other things, you see how much water it takes to feed one yeah, cow dude. that we're going to slaughter, that we're going to kill. And, you it's know, crazy. slaughterhouses. And then the calling really came through. That was just me doing it for me. Yeah. And then throughout the pandemic, and I started seeing the obesity rates and why people were really dying from this virus. They were dying from this virus because their bodies couldn't handle it. And it's right. a high percentage. And America is rolling off the rails in deaths and cases, severe cases, and long-term side effects. This virus doesn't just beat you up for two weeks if you survive it. Yeah. You know, it has respiratory and other uh, cardiac implications down the road. So um, this was kind of, that was when it was the kind of the calling. And I just thought to myself, you know, I, I'm, I, and I had to relearn cooking, guys. You know, I was, you know, quote unquote, you know, people know me, some people know me as the one of the Rose Bowl tailgate legends because I cooked at the, all those tailgates at the Rose Bowl with Bill Burr. I mean, I was the chef. I smoked pork butts and 
and and and beef ribs, and yeah. I would make you know a different menu every year, and egg sandwiches and steak sandwiches, all this kind of stuff, wings, and um, so I had to relearn all this kind of cooking, and that was fun because I had all the time in the world to do it during the early parts of the pandemic, and that's when we were really kind of hitting our groove as yeah. being plant based and doing more things. And my wife has a culinary degree; she just chose to move on and be an entrepreneur in another field. So, you know, um, we wanted to share them. We wanted to say, Hey, look, at the end of the day, if anybody is, may, maybe it's calling to you, maybe, and it's hard, it's overwhelming. Like I said, you can't just eat, you know, a BLT for lunch and a strip steak for dinner and say, I'm going vegan tomorrow. Like you right. have to take these, uh, initiatives. And, and that's the show I want to do is like, I'm not preaching to you. I'm not like sitting here. Going, I just want to say, Hey man, look how easy a taco night can be with some impossible burger, all plant-based stuff, butter that's, you know, made from olive oil or a, or a, or a, uh, you know, sunflower, different kind of oils that aren't, aren't dairy. Uh, you're not using dairy, you're using nut cheeses and different things and some good stuff. And as it goes on, I'm four episodes in, I'm going to do 12 a year. That's my goal. Unless, you know, a, a big production company jumps in, I'm just doing it all myself on some yeah. different mounts. And I'm editing it all. And that's a lot of labor. A lot of work yeah. goes into the post of how I want to keep it to a 10-minute thing. But to be able to show everything and be able to do some clever play-by-play, -play, that's what I do along with it. I don't try to force the comedy. But if it comes, I allow it to just be be fun and, and just educating and, you know, little tidbits. And that's, you know, it's and, – and, and, you know, I – there's a lot of people. I, it's amazing how much you were saying. I'm a sports guy, and I used to do a, a, a sports podcast for a long time that that gained whatever some little bit of popularity for me, and, and I'd get some feedback because of my knowledge. But I'll tell you, I get more feedback. I've gotten more feedback personal in four episodes of this cooking show than I would on average for episodes that I talked about the brown or episodes that I talked about this or you know topics or. Yeah. Um, so it's really interesting what really inspires people and what people and so many, you know, I had a guy from Pittsburgh, um, who lives in Pittsburgh now, but from Cleveland and, and he lives there now. And, and he used to just come to hilarities all the time. When I first started out as an MC in the two early 2000, 2003 and four, and he just was always coming, um, to see the headliners. He was just a regular patron. And then he started following me, whatever my career. And he just reached out to me. I never hear from that guy. He reached out to me, private message, saying, hey, him and his wife are overweight. He wanted to thank me. They're, they're working on somebody's meals. He wants That's to live awesome. longer to see his kids grow up. Wow. I mean, you know, that one right there was just like I, I got a – I just got like a, 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 a softball in my throat when I read that. And, uh, you know, you, you don't know. And people, you know, people are like, I love it. Keep them coming. They're yeah. great, you know. And um, – uh, that, that, that tells you something. And I think a lot of people really know, like, you know, it's, it's overwhelming. We've been fed uh, a steady diet of bad diet for a long time in this country. And, uh, you know, we we take the easy way out and the quick way out. And I'm guilty as anybody for, you know, I was lucky. I, maybe I have the genetics I was able, and I was always an active guy possibly. And I was able to, you know, keep the terrible eating and drinking and lifestyle of my twenties and thirties, you know, from really kind of taking its toll. I mean, there's some pictures I look back now and I look at some pictures and I'm like, Holy cow. There was, I would go in these ebbs and flows. I was a crash dieter. No, That's man. What I used Wait to a do. minute. I, I got a theory about this. I got a theory. Cause you're from Ohio. I'm from Ohio. And I think and Pike being from Minnesota, oh, yeah. 
it's time of year, dude. I'm telling you, it's like there there was a great comic and she had a great joke and she was on. I saw it. It was on Conan. And she was like, I'm from Ohio, and I was like, I you know I perked up. And she said, mm-hmm. she goes, it doesn't. She lives in L.A. now, and she said like it, in L.A. There's not this. You know, it's hard to tell what season it is because it's all kind of consistent weather. Yeah. But her body tells her what season it is because. It just tries to put on a meat coat. You know what I mean? It just, that's what she said. And I think that's what it is, man. I think it's being from cold weather. Your body, you just start packing it on for no reason. It is. And that's why I think, you know, it's so important that like to break, you got to break, right? You got to break from uh, uh, certain little identities and, and you got to just like, just like a, a depression, a regret or whatever haunts you in your life that sometimes people get depressed about and they let it linger and you've got to deal with that and you've got to shed that to move on. Seasonal depression is the same way. You know, I think, you know, you get trained, right, to be, to be depressed and to feel like this is the time where I just go hibernate. And, uh, but, you know, and to each their own, right? Like I, and I was, I'm not sitting here going, oh, I'm not condemning it. I'm saying I, I've changed. It's like, it's like, it's like Rocky Four. It's like, you can change. I can change. You can change. Um, oh, yes. At the end. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, but and I'm just, I'm here to attest that. I'm here to attest that I'm more clear-headed, I'm more creative. I wouldn't have been able to do this show yeah. as quickly and with with the idea I would have never come up with eat with meat crossing yeah, it out and the, and the emblem and I would have never come up with that if I wasn't so clear-headed and if I wasn't I feel I mean I'm I'm I'm, I'm you're you're actually cutting into my walk. I'm dressed like this cuz as soon as this interview go is over I'm going for 6 miles. I go I've been going 6 miles a day 5 Jeez. days a week. Um, so yeah, but you know what? <clears throat> and when I started this last year and I was refing all these games, I was refing sometimes I would ref a JV varsity or a freshman JV two, three times a week. And then on the weekends pop up at 6 a.m. last December, January, February. And I would ref youth ball from 8 a.m. till 2 p.m., seven, eight, nine games in a row. And I didn't feel anything in my shins and my ankles. The anti-inflammation was unbelievable how it just reduced. I used to before when I was eating meat and all that other stuff, I would, I would ref six, eight games in a weekend. And I, I mean, I couldn't step out of bed on a Monday morning, my yeah. shins and my ankles. So all of that, I mean, all of it, my skin, my wife's like, God, your skin's getting so much better. Like, um, so <laughs> right, yeah. it's true. And she's 15 years younger than me. So, you know, that's, you're like, That's please, yes, thing. keep commenting on how good my skin yeah. looks, please, yes. Yeah. And she's an esthetician. That's what she does Yeah, now. exactly. So, yeah, that's why you're like, please. Yeah. So, I mean, but anyway, it's, I'm just here to attest that, like, uh, and, and you know what? I'm even a guy that says this on the show. Hey, if you were playing sports and you went six out of seven in anything, in anything, if you shot six out of seven from the field, threw six out of seven from from quarterback, you'd be doing amazing. And yeah. I, I mean, I'll tell you something, if you can even work your way to the discipline, if you can get yourself disciplined to even say, I'm going to go six for seven every week. Because if see, you're going six for seven every week, then you're, 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 you're going plant-based 25 times a month. 
And maybe if you get to six for seven, maybe you can go like, hey, I want to get my percentage. I'm going to go 13 for 14. And maybe that that cheat day or that cheat meal, whatever, yeah. maybe it's just a cheat meal. Maybe it's just pizzas on Sunday for football. And yeah. then now all of a sudden you're 13 out of 14. Now you're only missing two days a month. Now, yeah. now what you're doing is you are committing to a plant-based lifestyle for your body. And your body will be able to flush and to keep all of those toxins, the dairies and these steroids and these, and these, uh, these, these hormones that are in all these meats and chickens and stuff. And uh, because those don't go away, when, especially when you just layer them. It's just like taking – it's like taking opiates, right? You just yeah. like you get you just and all of a sudden you're just eating chicken one day and meat the next. And unless you're buying the best farm-raised beef at $30 a pound, this slaughterhouse stuff is carrying crap. I mean, the stuff that you're pat pulling out of the packaging, that's another thing you can learn. You're pulling the packagings out of the grocery stores that are right for everybody to grab. That's just that's the that's that's slaughterhouse shit. Yeah, that is slaughterhouse shit. Well, hold and on a second, though, because it carries bacteria. Well, I I saw one video where you made an agreement with your wife that you're allowed to cheat like once a quarter or something like that. It was like Fourth yeah, of July. Once a season, I got to. So here's what I got. I got a once a season. Use it or lose it. It's a use it or lose it too. Oh, if okay. I don't eat in the winter season my 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 cheat meal and it's just a cheat meal it's not like a cheat day i can't like set the alarm for 6 a.m yeah. and just start just you know start going housing. in on a pot yeah. of bacon for breakfast and then have brunch with like eggs and and then go to lunch and go to like a, a you know a turkey bar or something yeah um yeah, i can't go do like it's a cheat meal so um and i get i get inner here's what i get this was the contract yeah let me hear <laughs> the contract I've been really good. So the contract was one cheat meal a season, use it or lose it. Um, cheat anytime I'm in New York City, I get a slice of cheese from one place that I go to, or two places that I go to, which is a, a pizzeria named Scars and another one called Lee Industry, in, uh, one in Brooklyn and one in the Village. Okay, just cheese slices. That's it. And if we ever travel internationally, I get the fare. I'm not spending five grand to go to Italy and not having prosciutto or, you know what I mean? Come on. Yes. Or whatever Thank you. we do. Yes. I'm not, come on. And um, so, so that's, that's, that's the deal. But the good thing is, is we haven't traveled. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I haven't gone to New York since the pandemic or anything. Um, and I've, my, so my, I've done my meals. So my cheats were so far, I did a spring cheat, which was my favorite pizza joint in here, Del Mar pizza. It's fantastic. So I get a, pepperoni pizza and i did that and i was really moving along along at a really good clip you know and then the, we were yeah. about a month into the pandemic and i was just like i i can't i gotta i just i'm gonna do it i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna because I, I was like i might be able to go without my chi-. i was thinking i might be able to go without even using the spring one and then i'm like you know screw it and then july 4th july 4th i made uh short ribs oh. because um i just mm. at that point i just wanted to like cook for i wanted to I wanted a project to do yeah. and I saw, you know, short ribs, my marinade, it's an overnight thing. It's a, it's a crop, it's a slow oh, cooked Dutch I watched oven the whole process. thing. Mm-hmm. I was watching oh, every yeah, single yeah. one. Oh yeah, yeah, I posted the whole thing. That's yeah. right. I posted oh, the whole thing. Oh, I loved and, uh, it. Yeah, that was good. So I did that and then on our anniversary, the actually the first day of fall is our anniversary, the 21st. Um, we went out to a really nice Italian, uh, September 21st is our, as our, was our first year anniversary. So we went out to a nice Italian restaurant out here and I got, you know, 
that's my favorite. My favorite cuisine is Italian, uh, Italian. fine Italian. Which, so, um, you know, meatballs, prosciutto, uh, caprese salad with, with fresh mozzarella, all that kind of good stuff. Oh. So I did, the, I did the fixings there. And I'm debating. I'm debating whether my winter one is going to be on Christmas or New Year's Eve. I oh, haven't decided okay. yet. Well, you're doing it so right. I got you're my, playing, I got my, you know, you're playing the right cards here. It's not like you're just blowing it on a, you know, on a cheeseburger from a fast food. Oh yeah, I'm not like just, yeah, yeah. I'm not like I'm not like because I didn't get a gig or the part. I'm just running off and just shoving my face, <laughs> and and, you know, hiding behind the dumpster with tears. No, I, I got this well thought out, guys. Very, yeah, very I'd be smart. a fraud. My, my, my show would be a fraud if I didn't <laughs> uh, have it well planned and well executed. Now, well, my know. goal is, my, my goal is, now here, here, here's what I set a goal for 2021. And my goal is not to use the domestics. Hopefully we can travel, right? Hopefully we get a, a, a travel in and, or I go to New York for a gig. That's what I'm praying for. So I'm, 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 my goal is not, I'm not going to use the domestic meals. Okay. And I'm also going to quit uh, drinking for 2021. I, I, not that I drink a lot anymore, but New Year's Eve, we're going to have a little wine and some margaritas. And in 2021, I'm going dry. All year? Really? The whole year? Yes. Wow. Yes. Well, I mean, if the Browns win the Super Bowl, I'm going like, <laughs> <laughs> to but no, I'm I, I'm serious. I'm going to do I'm going to do that. That's that's my next goal. So my next goal is to get to uh, get to that and. Um, yeah, and then you're gonna just, live forever. I don't I mean, want to live forever. I'm not one of those guys. I just want to like <laughs> drop dead healthy on the golf course at like 85. Just, just mm. give me 85 and put me down like when I don't know what's coming. I don't want to. I just, I just don't want to be chronic, and I don't want to live like that, you know. And yeah. uh, that's where this is going for a lot of people with the obesity rates and how you know america yeah. you know it's sad like it's not fat shaming but uh, you know it's just it's the facts that you know people are chronically it just hospitals are full of lots of people not just covid patients you know yeah so yeah, yeah. um uh, well they say you, you know, know what so I, that, I, I was i was listening to npr and they were saying that uh and this is years ago but like the number one underlying health condition for all these, like the number one killer is um, heart disease, right? And everything that associates with that. The number two is cancer, the number three, and it goes down and they're saying the underlying condition for most of like 90% of everyone, it's all obesity. They're like, it's just obesity. obesity. Yeah. It's all just all it is. Yeah. All it is. The body can't handle it. And nope. And, uh, you know, we've got to do more for ourselves, you know, like people, I think like, I really just try to like, you know, we, we walk to the grocery store. It's a, it's a little bit of a walk. And I'll tell you what, sometimes my arms are burning. I'm carrying two or three bags, you know, two like plastics in one and something. And, but you know what? We're, by the time you get home, you put it all down. You're like, that was, I was better for that. I was better than I had, you know, like. You know, we started giving our bags to the to the valet, and nobody carried their bags to their room anymore. Nobody nobody walks up a flight of stairs to get to the third floor anymore. You know, yeah. and uh, you know, so that's that's just all a little bit of being, and that's what I'm. You're like you're joking. I'm going to live forever, but these are the things I'm deciding to be cognizant of: are taking more steps every day. Um, sure. At five, making sure it's five days a week, eating these types of things, making sure I'm getting. 
my proteins. You know, proteins are one thing that I'm going to go over in some future episodes because a lot of people are like, well, where do you get your protein? It's like, well, there's a lot of different ways you can get your proteins. And uh, lentils is a great one. You know, if you're, if you're plant-based, you'll eat lentils like a stoner eats cereal. I mean, it is just, I mean, I swear. Just, like, oh my God. Just like, you come home from a work and you're like, give me something, you know? Yeah, but, but I, I got to so commend so you on this, though, because this is like, you know, what, what I think is the coolest thing about Eat With Me. And I, I, my wife and I, we watch a lot of cooking shows as it is. So it was cool to see that, especially. You know, we watch, uh, we started on like Food Network and stuff, but we've even migrated over mm-hmm. to YouTube and we're watching a lot of cooking shows sure. over there on YouTube. There's, and there's some great ones. Great yeah. ones. So uh, I was excited that you did it, but I also, I, you know, I was like really happy that you're also doing other shit besides comedy. And I, and I, you know, I was telling Pike, I told you this at the beginning when the pandemic was all going on, uh, that you got to come out of this thing better. That's like my goal. Yeah. Come out of the pandemic better because most people aren't going to come out of this fucking thing better than they went in. You know what I mean? Even if everything has hit the fan, like you said, uh, Jason, like, you know, comedy shut down, cooking things shut down. Your wife, she's in the beauty industry, shut down. It's like, geez, how do you still come out of this on top? You know what I mean? And I think by either pivoting or exploring your passions and, and also bringing you in like your personality and what you could do with comedy, but also bringing it into the culinary world. I think it's, it's, it's amazing. And it takes a lot of, it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of balls to do that and just go, you know what? I'm going to give it a try. It's something new. You know what I mean? I don't care what people think or whatever. And I'm, I'm happy that the reaction has been positive. Cause I started, you know, again, I like it. It's, it's a, it's a great thing to watch. I watch it on Instagram. I don't know if you put, po- do you post it other places? Well, here's what I'm going to do is once I get to episode six, yeah. so I, I, I have a Vimeo account where my where my comedy special is and you can purchase it there. And then I put the Vimeo that the the, the, the the main episode lives in the in a Vimeo link. That's where it houses where I can start sharing it and everything else. When yeah. I get to episode six, once I get to episode six, I'm going to do 12. I'm doing two a month for six months. And then I'm just going to take it's too hot to cook in the summer. And I like to be active and I'm hoping so um, this is going to be season two. I'm going to come right back around in November again and, and take it up a notch and, and maybe go a little bit more um, ambitious with some of the really fine delicacies of plant-based nice. and even get like really concentrated on health a little bit more than just – right now, I just don't want to intimidate people. I want to no. show them how they can make a Taco Tuesday. I want to show them how they can make a, a, an easy pizza. I want to show them how plant-based – so I want people to come along with me right now, and we're learning together. I, that's my first line of my ep- opening episode is, hey, let's learn this thing together. I, I'm, I'm, re- I'm teaching myself the whole, the whole ball of wax. We're I this, love it. You know? So, but, but, but my whole point, and I appreciate everything you said and, and not all the feedback's great. I mean, I got a lot, you know, a lot of old buddies from Ohio <laughs> giving me shit about it. You know, <laughs> 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 you know I mean, there's, there's still those guys. You know, yeah, of course. Um, but, yeah, but no, you know, and the thing is, is you're right. And, and I was telling a buddy of mine and getting back to coming out of this. Right. And, yeah. and, and, you know, I, it's not just this. I've, I'm trying to, I have another little passion project. My dad was a basketball coach. I'm trying to do these little vignette documentaries only. I'm, I'm building little trailers and I'm building little stories that I'm hoping to put like little 
10 or 15 minute, like 30 for 30s out on some of his teams and some of his rivalries and just things like that. I have all this, you know, material and, and content. So it's something I love and want to want to share with people. I'm I'm working on stuff like that. But I told a I told a friend of mine that was down a little bit back in Ohio and he's in the restaurant business and um you know and just tough. He's having a he's just dealing with it a tough time, right? His kids are yeah. having a tough time with school and remote and all the kind of this all that stuff. And he, you know, he's just and I just told him, you know, the one thing echoing what you were just saying is. You know, the clouds will part. Uh, let yourself be led by the light inside of you. You know, if you do that and you just follow that light, that when the clouds part, you will be ready. And, and, and the people that do that, that allow themselves to do that and aren't screaming in the face of this all the time and flailing at delusions of who and why and what and all the things that are to blame and what this those are the people the 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 the, the former not the latter that will come out as you're saying and i can tell that that's the attitude you're taking is yeah man you know and that's the only advice i could give to anybody that might be thinking of what do i do next well dig deep and figure you know figure out something that you love that nobody else can do or something you know and and, um, you know, even if it's even if the start of it is maybe for somebody to start to kind of might be going Christmas morning and helping a food kitchen out you sure. know, or yeah. just taking a bag of something to the food bank on Christmas morning might be the start to just saying, OK, here's that, that inspired me to get a little more creative and do something for myself to make myself feel better and yeah. uh, uh, it'll make other people feel better if you do it. Because like what you just said, I'm getting people to, that are feeding back the feedback you gave me. I appreciate it, man. Like I've gotten some great calls from people early on the first couple episodes that I didn't even know were paying attention to my career or my life. Some some people that really I, I admire and that were like, dude, this is great. I mean, That's amazing. I watched the whole thing and you know, who knows, you know, my, my wife loves it. She, we're, we're just, we're having fun in the kitchen together. We're, you know, I got to tell you, I've, I've got four episodes awesome. out of, I don't know how many I've got in a can. I don't know how many things I've just screwed up that, I take, <laughs> that I'm like, no, nope, that ain't going in. I, that's not an episode because I did it for the first time. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but the, you know, and, and so it's, it's kept us kind of doing something together because she's a great cook and has a lot of great ideas and, she uh she comes into some of the episodes with me and i'm gonna i'm gonna keep featuring her a little bit and she's a little stage fright she's not a you know in front of the camera type yeah, person she right. leaves that for me but but she loves the you know the what the little added ingredient is with her in the show and and, and showing some of her uh and she's got some amazing recipes being a, a, an actual culinary degree chef so amazing uh, yeah, we're having fun, man. We're making the I, best. I of it. absolutely San love Diego it. isn't the worst place to live when you're going through it. You yeah, know? come on, give me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, six mile walk. We're go- it's like uh, we're yeah. going to the far- We're going to the farmers market the Sunday after Christmas. How good is that? I gotta get yeah. some new. I gotta get some fresh tomatoes for my caprese salad. I think uh. I'm gonna make. I think I think New Year's Eve is gonna be my cheat night. Oh, I think nice. I'm gonna get. One of those pizzas that I told you about, and then make my own caprese salad with fresh mozzarella. I absolutely love it. As long as it's not soggy. Right? 
Yes, that's exactly right. There's nothing wrong with like, yeah. Oh. What's up, Pike? Yeah. I got to say, so, uh, I, I living in Florida, so I moved like the what you said, fresh food. I was so excited to have the oranges, right? Florida's big yeah. orange state. I get to the grocery store right. in the oranges. I look at the label and they're from California. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it made no sense. Logistically, I could not figure out. What the hell? That's funny. The people in Florida must be smoking out of their oranges. They're probably using them. They're probably using them to smoke something. They're probably taking all the oranges. There's just a bunch of oranges on the ground with little strings or little strings in them. That's burnt out I've seen all them. over Florida. That's that makes drop a can of straw sticking out. It's for smoking bath salts. <laughs> exactly. Orange flavored bath salts, right? Uh, yeah, um, dude. Mm, yeah. Jesus. Uh, look, Jason, I am. Uh, more than delighted that you've made a presence on the show. Thank you so much for doing it. I got a plug. It's at yeah, Eat With Me TV on Instagram. Go right. there, see it for Please. yourself. I'll drop uh-huh. the uh, Vimeo link in the description yeah. of this of this episode. And if anybody wants to as well, which I'd like to also offer in these pandemic times, and it's kind of been successful. Um, if you go to my networks, any of my socials, I have my first comedy special up. And, you know, I sell it for $5 download, but I've also throughout the pandemic, especially people that might be in the restaurant and service industry, if you Venmo or PayPal me anything you want, a dollar, whatever, I will send you your own private link that you can download and own my, my, my headlining special from the comedy store in La Jolla. And you can maybe see my first special that I put out, which I'm really proud of that I did myself and you know, low budget indie style, but in an intimate club. So um, that's an offer for anybody. If you wanted I to just it. give somebody a stocking stuffer for, for Christmas and say, or you know, this is an airing, this is an airing, but whatever. I'm doing that almost just indefinitely until I shoot my next one because you know, the economy and people are rough and you know, send me yeah. a Venmo, a, email, a PayPal email, say, Hey man, this is, I got a buck or whatever. And I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll get you out of special. Yeah. Ah, isn't that nice? Look at that. Look at it. Look at that. And this uh-huh. is uh, the special. This is Pay It Backwards. Is this what the one you're talking about? Pay It Backwards. Yeah, my debut special, Pay It Backwards, which I, I really liked, and which is really funny because I shot it right, you know, at the right before our wedding, and then by the time I edited it and got it out, I released it like a week before the freaking like end of February. <sighs> oh like a no. Week before the lock. I mean, I, I was doing all this big release stuff, like trying to get people on board, and then the new everybody just went. <sighs> But, yeah. uh, but people were still really good in the beginning. And uh, then I did when the pandemic hit, that was the idea was to, for servers and bartenders to say, you know, a dollar, you give me a dollar, I'll send them out to anybody or for anybody. And then I sent out, I just did like a 48 hour at middle of the pandemic. I did a 48 hour thing. And I said, just post anybody's name uh, on my wall that works in healthcare, that's in emergency rooms or the front lines, and I'll send it to them for free. So oh, over God. about a 48 hour span, I sent out like 159 free specials to people that I didn't even know, hopefully that I didn't even know. And <laughs> awesome. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I'm going to do that uh, here. I'm, I just coordinated with uh, some reps from the uh, um, fire department out here in California. Um, you know, all the guys that fight all the forest, men and women that fight the, the, the wildfires. And then I'm going to do a similar, um, they're going to send a newsletter out in the union and they can just send me something if they want. And I'm going to uh, donate my comedy special to any fire, fire, that's fire. Killer, dude. That's so, yeah. oh, that's a brilliant idea too. It's like a way, how can you hey, say thank you? Is it good? The, yeah. whole, the whole point is 
pay it forwards with pay it backwards. That's my that's 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 where I'm going with it. So I I absolutely love it. Make sure you're following him. You're uh, at Lawheads Court on Instagram. I put your Twitter up here because I I see you on Twitter all the time. That's Twitter. Yep. Yep. At Jason Lawhead. Those are where I'm usually at. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, Jason Lawhead, you're the man. Thank you so much for being on the show, man. Hey, I appreciate it, guys. Pike night meeting you, Matt. Enjoy. Yeah, Go Browns. We didn't even get to talk about them, but hopefully, hey, I would, I, I will do this interview anytime. Especially if we could just talk Browns next time. We don't have to talk food and anything. Yes. We don't have to. Well, listen, we don't have to be inspiring all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll have, have you a great back. Christmas, we'll, we'll guys. Talk Browns. All right, man. Take yeah. it easy. Thanks so much. See you, man. Right. Jason Lawhead. How fun was that? What a good dude. Love that guy. He's an amazing man. Make sure you follow him and his new cooking show, Eat With Me. It's a plant-based cooking show. Make sure you're checking that out. It's at Eat With Me TV. All right, man, let's get to the news that matters. Yes, this is the news that matters. Yes, this is the news that matters. Holy shit. Yep. News that matters, Pike. And we start with a rapper. I don't know who this is. Azalea Banks. Have you ever heard of her? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a, well, it's a lady, obviously. Yeah. Good stuff, lady. Mike. All right. Her, her name um, is Azalea yeah. Banks. I know of her. I couldn't tell you many things, but. Apparently, she's yeah. a witch. Good enough for now. Well, I, I guess she she's a witch. Like. A oh, witch. like an actual witch? Or, or are you trying to call her a bitch without doing that? No, like a witch. Dude, you know what? You know what she did? Apparently, she had like she killed a chicken in her closet. She beheaded a chicken, and there was blood all over the place. And then, what are we doing, dude? Here's what I don't understand: after you do witchcraft, and you like cut the head off a chicken, you smear the blood in a circle, and you do like the pentagram, and you light the candles, and you say some shit, Mm -hmm. and then you know they're like, "I bring this back to life," and all this nonsense. After it doesn't come back to life, aren't you like, well, fuck, now i got to clean all this up. <laughs> it's like, God, God damn it. How do you keep being a witch after it doesn't work? <laughs> yeah. I know. You're like, oh, that, yeah, it doesn't work. Okay. Yeah, back to, to uh, being a normal person. Example. That's the, isn't um, that the definition of crazy, right? Or something, you don't get the results and you continue to do it over and over again. That's what they say. Uh, what do they call it? Not crazy, but insane. Insanity. That's what Einstein defined it as at one point. Yeah. Okay. Continuing to do the same thing, expecting different results, but it's not going to happen. You know? It's not going to happen. It's, uh, no, it's not going to happen. Which makes sense because these people are insane that believe in this shit. You know what I mean? That's why it's like always my goal to buy a house that's like someone's been murdered in or there was like witch seances. I was like, yes, let me buy the house because you know that shit's on sale. You know what I mean? Like, let me immediately get. I'll be the first. Yeah, I'll buy the haunted one. Yeah. Oh, no one wants to live here. Really scary and dangerous. (laughs) Give it, please. You know what I mean? Like, I don't believe in any of that shit. And I am a thousand percent confident and all of it's nonsense. So I completely would live there. You know? They're like, hey, You're really going to put your kids them. through that, huh? Yeah. My kids will never find out. They'll be like, wait a minute. We, our house was haunted, Dad? They're like, yeah. Whatever. You grew up in a haunted house. And guess what? Nothing ever happened. Ever. 
I've seen the films. They're the ones that are going to know what's happening. They're going to be telling, like, oh, I got a friend. And you're like, oh, yeah, who's your friend? Oh, her name's Gloria, and she's in my closet. And you're going to be like, ah, oh, yeah, right. Meanwhile, your kids are fucking haunted their whole childhood. Yeah. Meanwhile, Can't be my good. kid is dating a girl named Gloria who he's hiding from me. Um, no. Um, <laughs> back to Azalea Banks, though. Azalea Banks is a witch. She's cut off chickens' heads before live on stream and whatever. And now I've done that. The video no longer exists, or else I'd show it. But yesterday on Instagram or Twitter, one of the social media platforms, she exhumed her dead cat's lifeless body, naturally, and boiled it in water and trying to bring it back to life and was like saying some. You know, exhumed. So she had buried it. Is that she what you're saying? She buried it months ago, and took up the dead cat and boiled it in water, and tried to bring it back to life. Later, showing the skull, the cat of the skull. The oh my know, god! And then had it on Dude. the counter, or wall, or shelf, or something. I hate this woman. Shut it down. Yeah, somebody just the, like arrest her. Yeah, Ar- oh. arrest. her. Whatever you gotta do, <laughs> boil her. I don't care. <laughs> Jesus Christ! She didn't kill I mean, the cat. Really? The cat was, wait a minute! Don't kill a human for for boiling a dead cat. Okay, I mean the cat was dead. It's not like she killed the cat. She loved the cat. She wanted to bring it back to life. Yeah. Well, we're now we're boiling cats. I, I feel like <laughs> the next logical step is boiling something that may be alive. I'm just saying. Let's nip this at the bud. Here's what I'm saying. It's fake. As soon as I read this, I was like, fake. I, I guarantee this shit is fake. She's doing this for attention naturally. She's She got it because it was trending. You know what I mean? Worldwide. Everyone's talking about her boiling a cat. And she's like, I love the cat's name was Lucifer. And the cat, you know what I mean? Of course. Of course. Yeah, so she boy. I mean, come on. This is fake. Fake. That's even worse. I think I hate her more if it is fake. <laughs> Let's boil her anyway. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's well, fake. What the hell? Dude, come on. She's not boiling a cat. She's not really a witch. She's she's doing it for attention, dude. She's a rapper. Why would you stream it live if you weren't doing it for attention? All right, because so you're insane. You well, yes, that too. She is insane, but she's also thirsty for everyone to look at her because she's trying to make it as a musician. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there you go. I mean, that's okay. Well, that's well, I hate theory. her. You hate her. Right. Not an Azalea Banks fan. All right. Couldn't even tell you what she looks like. I hate her. And for some reason, I felt like I hated her already. I don't know what it was, but it, in my head, it felt that way. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm a hateful Man, apparently. Well, I thought it was Iggy Azalea first, but it's Azalea Banks, oh, which is very confusing. Yeah. I'm, I, you know, it is. I have six brain cells, so I can only process so many <laughs> names with the same syllable. So, right. You know, a lot, yeah, a lot so, of crossover there. I don't know what the fuck's going on. What do you got? All right, so there's a programmer in San Francisco, pretty smart guy. You, you don't get to be a programmer. 
uh, in uh, what do they call it? Uh, what, what do they call that area of the country? The Bay, the Bay Area. No, 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 no. Like the tech area where all the tech stuff is. Silicon Valley, Silicon Valley, Silicon area. Valley. Thank you, thank you. My wife yelled it at me from the kitchen. So this guy uh, had a shit ton of Bitcoin. Get this. I'm not a big Bitcoin guy. You might have to educate me a little bit on this, but he had an encrypted hard drive, right? A place to protect all this Bitcoin worth $220 million. Jeez. A shit ton of Bitcoin. So get this. He, on this hard drive, had it set up where you only get 10 guesses at the password before it shuts down. It locks itself up forever, which to me is kind of insane, like that there's not a, uh, you know, I forgot my password <laughs> option. Yeah. So he, being a smart guy, he's like, all right, whatever, fuck, I'm not going to forget my password. I'm genius. Well, <laughs> he has guessed now eight times incorrectly. Oh, meaning Jesus. He is now spending every night not sleeping because he's, trying to think desperately of what his password is because he knows he's only got two more guesses oh, before he loses $220 million just in, in thin air. Gone. Oh, my God. That is brutal. Unbelievable. And you know what they said? I, I was reading about Bitcoin and that there's like, you know, billions of dollars of Bitcoin in existence. But yeah. there's like a good chunk of that that is... All, in the same situation that this money could potentially be in. That yes. it's just like gone. It's They're just been locked yeah. up. They lost them. Yeah, that's because like the the wallet password that you get isn't like, you know, your your typical password that you type in on a, you know, I got to log into Windows and you just bloop, 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 type it in. Dude, it's the most insane shit. My, my brother got my son some Bitcoin. Not a lot. I mean, we're talking about fractions of a fraction of a fraction of a Bitcoin for when he was born, like, okay. four years ago. He's like, hey, man, here you go. Here's my gift to, to, your, to uh, your, your son. I was like, thanks. You know, appreciate it. And, cool. like, now that Bitcoin is crushing it right now, it's worth so much money. I was like, hey, whatever happened to that, you know, Bitcoin that, that my brother got? And, uh... My wife's like, oh, I still have the password. I was like, cool, because my wife is really good about that shit. She's really organized. And I'm like, cool, let's check it out. So I thought it'd be like a little password. Dude, that thing is like, I'm not joking, like 40 letters long with like hyphens Jesus. and numbers and special characters and capital. And I was like, oh, my God, I had to like, oh, man. So it's not I something understand. you're just going to remember. Yeah, this guy, he had a no. piece of paper, lost the piece of paper. So I don't know how... How the fuck would he even begin to remember that? Well, I well that's the thing. I don't know if you can have set it to where it's a normal password. I imagine, I imagine you don't want that because if this guy has two hundred twenty million dollars, you don't want the same password as your Facebook account. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, it shouldn't be like Blink One Eighty Two with a dollar sign or something. Yeah. Right. But it sounds like this guy, you know, he was worried about, he's a, you know, he's a programmer, so he's big on, like, encryption and shit. So he bought this hard drive that seizes the hard drive, right? So he said it's on a special hard drive. Yep. Dude, that's, that's, that's a game show. That's amazing. This should be broad, like, when he gets down to the last guest, it should be broadcast on television. I was listening to NPR, uh, 
not that long ago. And there's some lady, some tech lady. This is like maybe last year, two years ago. They were talking about Bitcoin and she brought it on. She was, she's a writer for like computer magazine. I don't know what the fuck, but it's like PC magazine. Like one of these tech writers in Silicon Valley. Or She's like, yeah, I bought Bitcoin when it came out, you know, like 10 years ago. And now I don't know where the password is, but I'm not worried about it. And I'm, I, dude, I bet she has like $700 million dollars. Cause she well, threw 10 down, years ago, 10 years ago, she threw down like five grand in Bitcoin oh, when it, when it was, you know, like cents, a single Bitcoin was like, you know, fractions of a dollar. She threw down. When like was that? Cause I, I remember it kind of blowing up or the first time I was made aware of it, people were like, you got to get this. And I like, of course did zero research on it. Ignored everybody. <laughs> yeah. As you would. Um, so what, when was that or when did it start? Uh, well, I mean, it's been, it's been over, it's like a decade old, I think now at this point. And I watched a documentary about it and it's crazy. So this, they don't know who created it. They think they knew this guy who he went, he went by a name, Satoshi. Oh shit. I'm not going to remember who created it, but it, it it's like a Japanese name, Satoshi. Can't remember. I think that's the first name. Anyway, he, some guy who claimed to be this this dude. They don't know who it is. They think it was actually. It could be like five different guys out of California, out of Silicon Valley that created this thing. But the guy they think went by. He never claimed it. But he was mm -hmm. he like he was at Stanford and he was uh all these other guys, they're all working on the same kind of concept of the blockchain technology, which is what Bitcoin runs off of. And they kind of invented it. But he died. He died of like cancer. Oh no. So like if he really was that guy, we'll never know now. You know what I mean? So like it's it's insane. We don't know who created Bitcoin. We don't know who kind of like invented this blockchain technology kind of a thing. It's kind of cool. It's like the shroud of mystery. But uh, I, it sure is. It's a wild mystery to me because I have no idea what I've never heard blockchain technology. So blockchain technology, it's like. And in five years, 10 years, all banks will be using blockchain technology. It might not be Bitcoin. I'm not saying Bitcoin itself, but the, the system that. Bitcoin runs off of is this idea of blockchain where multiple okay. computers have an open ledger of transactions. So nobody can like fudge numbers essentially. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's like multiple yeah. computers, it's spread out this ledger of transactions. So it's kind of, it's like in order to get to the next transaction, the transaction before that preceded, it has to check out has to be okay. okay you understand so that's why like a chain that's right. why they're calling it blockchain and i hope i am explaining that right but it's pretty brilliant it's a brilliant way but in terms of bitcoin there's only so many bitcoin in the world there's like 24 million bitcoin or whatever mm -hmm. in order to get the bitcoin computers have to mine for the coins and again, if I'm not explaining this right, please let me know. Comment, yell at me that I fucked it up, but I'm trying my best here. So 
in order to mine, you have computers that have to solve super complex math problems that take a very long time to figure out. And that's how they mine coins. Well, it would take a single computer super long to do it. So what people do is they, they jump on the same math problem. They kind of network their computers to do it together. And these are miners. These are Bitcoin miners. So you have people all around the world running computers 24 hours a day solving math problems, a.k.a. mining Bitcoin. And once you solve the problem, you get the Bitcoin. Well, if everyone jumps on the problem, then they split the coin. So they they each get a fraction of the Bitcoin. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. So there's only so many Bitcoins able to be mined. Every single time one is mined, the math problem gets harder. And then harder and harder and harder and harder. And then computers are running software to solve these math problems. So that's why the value of Bitcoin keeps going up because there's a limited number of Bitcoin in the world. After that, it's done. After the 24 mil is done. So once you have the Bitcoin, you've got it. You know I mean? It's not like they can just keep printing money. So that's why the value keeps going up. Damn. So at what point can you cash this out into U.S. dollars? At any time. That's the other thing. So that part's like buying and selling stock. You know what I mean? So, okay. yeah, you have, they have like, they have a, a, like a, like Bitcoin, you know, where you can go on the marketplace and then sell your Bitcoin and then buyers are constantly yeah, buying and selling Bitcoin and people are trading it like, like it's stock, which is nuts. So at some point here, everybody's going to be rich, but me. <laughs> well, no, I mean, that's, that's, the that's thing. what it feels it's like. like. Yeah, everyone, you can have a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of Bitcoin. Think of like dollars and then cents. And then that's what you I mean. I think eventually that's what it is. If you have one, one Bitcoin right now, you have 20, I think it's $23,000 is worth, uh, one Bitcoin is worth 23 grand. Jesus. You know, but eventually, if people keep using it, which again, Bitcoin's not the only cryptocurrency, but if people keep using it, then the value is going to go up. There's just intrinsic value because people believe in it. So we'll see what happens. I mean, people are already accepting uh, Bitcoin for payments. And why would yeah, you? Yeah, dude, I saw an, an NFL player uh, asked that he be paid his like millions and millions of dollars of salary in Bitcoin. And they did. They actually paid him. Why? I mean... Dude, there's you don't two need things that, that yeah. if you invested at the beginning of this pandemic, you would be crushing it right now. And that is Tesla and Bitcoin. Those are like the two best investments you could have made in the last, I don't know, seven, eight years. I mean, the return has just been yeah, insane. And Bitcoin, Bitcoin don't get me wrong. Bitcoin is highly volatile. It can drop at any second. Uh, you have obviously you have problems with it, like this fucking guy. He can't get his two hundred twenty million dollars because at the end of the day, the reason why he went with Bitcoin and not the banks was because of security reasons, right? He didn't trust banks, yeah. so he threw money into exactly, Bitcoin. Yeah. Well, those security reasons are the reason why he can't get his goddamn two hundred twenty million dollars. You exactly. know what I mean? Like it's the same. Yeah. Dude, it's yeah, brutal. It's the double-edged sword. Are, are you gonna do it? Are you gonna throw it on Bitcoin? Are you gonna buy some? Dude, I'm, 
I'm still figuring out my 401k, which by the way, I have a question for you once we're done here. I do have to consult you financially. Yeah, please. That's, yeah, yeah, okay. So I'm no, I, I don't know. Financial advisor. Don't uh, you are. Be, you just, don't let me be your financial advisor. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than me. It's better than going in alone. So, all right, all right uh, I guess I'll invest or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. I would just, here's the thing, dude. Here's what, I, and by the way, you know what we'll do? Ask me a 401k question. We'll put it up on the Patreon. Does that make sense? Because I got a lot That's of people asking me all kinds of financial stuff, and I love talking about it, but I just don't want to, if you're not interested, I don't want to bore sure. anybody too much. But if you are, jump on the Patreon and then uh, ask me any kind of question there, and I'd love to answer it and all that kind of stuff. Cool. Um, but <clears throat> speaking of uh, NFL players that got paid in Bitcoin, Evander Kane... Silicon Valley. He plays for the uh, San Jose Sharks. He oh, that's a cool name. I've never heard of that person. That sounds like a goddamn comic book character, Evander yeah. Kane. Yeah, come on, Jesus. Yeah, he's a hockey player, but he's broke, bro. He filed for bankruptcy, so he's already made oh? fifty million dollars in the NHL, and he filed Jesus. for bankruptcy, saying that he's twenty-seven million dollars in debt. How, how, how does that happen? <laughs> you, don't, you don't know. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. That's brutal, man. The, the fact that you were able to get that much in debt. Like, how, who's yeah. allowing that? I know. I agree. He, he said that he, in the last month, he has $1.2 million of gambling debt. That's Fair another enough. good question. Like... Any gambling, you don't just get fucking like credits or, you know, it's like, how do you bet that much without paying it back before they're like, hey, asshole, we're not going to let you bet anymore. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to understand, but it happens all the time. So yeah. somebody's doing it. Yeah. They extend a line, like a line of credit and you start gambling mm -hmm. with that shit. 1.2. I mean, he has assets. It says he filed for bankruptcy. So you have to list the, the value of your assets. He has assets of 10 million. He says he's 27 million in debt. He has, I think he has four years left on his contract. Uh, now I'm trying to remember. Um, yeah. I'll have to, I don't remember in here. But anyway, 1.5 million in gambling losses in the last 12 months. He says he has several dependents living with him. Oh, he's in his third year of a seven-year contract for $49 million. It's hard to understand how he can be so deep into gambling, but also functioning enough to be a professional hockey player. Like, I don't know how you can have those two worlds existing at the same time. I know. I know. What if he's gambling on, if he's pulling the Pete Rose, what if he's gambling on hockey? He's Probably on. is. I wouldn't put it past him. Dude, I know nothing about him. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're $1.5 million in debt, you're betting on everything. Mm-hmm. Or you just made like one giant horrible bet. Yeah, he could have, you know, thought it was a for sure thing. It wasn't. Dude, that's That'll happen. Yeah. I remember when you came to Vegas and you gambled on your Packers that you thought were I did. I, guaranteed. Yeah, that, I told my wife, how pathetic is that? I said, I, I convinced my wife who's never bet in her life that it was a for sure thing. So she bet on the Packers. 
And it was the most unbelievable <laughs> loss. They lost to the Bills, who at that time was like a fucking joke. So not only did they not cover the spread, they lost the game. It was the most painful three hours in Vegas. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> How much did you bet? How much did you guys collectively lose, you and your wife? I mean, it was like 150 bucks or something. Yeah. So brutal. not. Not. Oh, yeah. I mean, we didn't bankrupt us, but it's still. It was uh, it was brutal. It was yeah. brutal. So you felt it. Well, you felt it. I dude, the mm-hmm. most I've ever lost gambling is like twenty dollars, and still I was like gutted. I was like, oh god, damn. it yeah, it sucks your soul uh, out of you. I, I couldn't be a degenerate gambler. It's the that's the saddest uh, addiction. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a, I mean, it really is. They say it's the it's the one that most like likely results in your death. Yeah, <clears throat> look. I've I mean, because so many people just. Well, yeah, so many people end up losing everything, and there's no option, so they just commit suicide. Like it happens a lot. Well, that's so it's sad. Yeah, I can Im- look. I've never done heroin, but I imagine the withdrawal is awful and just the worst feeling in the world. But mm-hmm. there's like, imagine the loneliness of losing. $1.2 million and not having a single thing left when you're, ah, yeah. dude, no way. Dude, you can like, rec- like you say, you can recover from addictions like another, like drugs or alcohol. Right. And you might still have something left, but the uh, gambling, it's like, that's with you forever. Now you're just fucked. You're just absolutely fucked. God, dude, that's awful. Ah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's brutal. That's brutal. What's your last yeah. story? Well, it's you know much more exciting uh, than that previous conversation. <laughs> oh, so sad. So many sad things happening. Okay, so this New York City couple, they've been accused of forging multiple tests for COVID positive. Now, the guy in this relationship, he's been charged with a bunch of drug charges, like 12 different felony drug charges. So he's supposed to be going to court. So a couple months ago, before the court date he said that his partner had covid well they pushed the trial back ended up getting to the trial once the person recovered and i'm doing big air quotes recovered so then he goes to jail and they find out that he had lied about this covid test so he was using his partner to forge a positive test and they found out so now uh I, I don't know if he's getting punished anymore. It doesn't say, but I thought it was just a, a clever little way to, de, you know, delay really, the court sentence. <clears throat> Dude, I'm telling you, man, convicts, they're like fucking MacGyver. You know, they can just, they, the, the ingenuity, like you want to learn how to build a, a city on Mars. You put convicted felons on that planet. They're going <laughs> to figure it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? What the fuck we got? We got to making license plates and street signs for. Put them on something like that. Yeah. We're underutilizing them. Exactly. Why why aren't we like, hey, here's cancer. Figure this out and we'll let you out of prison. Like everyone's going to be a doctor by the time they get out of there. Meanwhile, they're, you know, they're doing janitor work at my elementary school in the summer. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We are way. Yes. You know what really is the greatest uh, way to find out how smart someone is prison. I mean, that's really it. I mean, you really want to see like the ingenuity of a human brain. 
prison will really bring it out. You want to make yeah. someone give it their all? Throw them behind bars for 20 years, and they will figure out how to get out of that fucking cage, man. I'm telling you, that is like, that's the easiest way to do it. We should absolutely give climate change, heart disease, cancer, all these problems. World hunger, everything. World yeah. hunger, yes. Homelessness. All the worst things in the world, we give them to the people that are usually causing other problems. You know what I mean? And then just mm -hmm. five years we've solved yeah. it. Dude, yeah. Because, like, you know, we would, you and I, we would love to solve those things. We just, too much going on. Yeah. They dude. don't. Just sitting around. You don't solve problems with Netflix. If you have no. a subscription to these services, <laughs> dude, fucking YouTube, you're not. There's no, you know, often I look on YouTube how to do something all the fucking time. Absolutely. And, all the time. And guess what? It's usually the same video I watched before. I don't retain that information. I don't remember because I know it's there. I can just go there anytime. I'm just, I'm like a walking goldfish, you know, with a memory that I just like lose shit instantly. <laughs> Oh, I know how to fix that. You know what I mean? As a man, yeah. you know, my, my dad knows how to fix all kinds of shit. He could change the brakes on a car. I would YouTube it, change it, and immediately forget how brakes work and do it. You know what I mean? Yep. Dude, I got the YouTube video to how to tie a tie bookmarked on my phone. It's like I've watched that same video. I know it word for word, basically, but I still can't do it. I got to watch the thing. It's like it's like uh, it's like the language of of tribes that are just dying out. You know what I mean? Where you need like the elder to teach you how. Okay, how do I speak it, Grandpa? You know, <laughs> don't die because you're. I know you've been teaching me my whole life, but I rely on you every day to show me how to do it. So that's what it's become. Um, yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I understand. <sighs> I totally get that. Well, we are underutilizing these prisoners, as you we, said. Yeah, I think, absolutely. Uh, it's a shame. It's, it's a a shame. really a shame. Here, better idea. What we do is we take the doctors and we throw them in prison. Because they already That's have right. the knowledge. You know what I mean? We have to take away their excuse, this thing called freedom, as to why they're not working mm. harder. Take that away, and then we get results. <laughs> Just going to lock up a bunch of you know good doctors. Yeah. Because it would best. benefit us, yeah. The best doctors. You lock them up. Right. And you say, <clears throat> we're going to let you out. The key to your freedom is saving humanity. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Have at it, boys yeah. and girls. <laughs> I mean, whoever's the best, I don't yeah. know. Whatever. I don't care. What's your GPA? Then we have all the doctors trying not to be, like, the last, the last to graduate in their class, the bottom of the list, those doctors are the ones that have the most patience outside <laughs> yeah meanwhile the good ones they, they start getting word that this is happening yeah, so they start like, fucking got, up on purpose they're like yeah, botching no, I surgeries I got me oh, no. ah, they come after him oh, no. <laughs> the A team yeah those are the, those are the guys that come and capture magna cum laude's <laughs> Uh, you know, you're sitting, you're sitting in class, your senior year, and you know the guy, the guy, the big guy comes in, and it's like you know what he's there for. Fuck, he's coming to, coming to get us.
Yes, exactly. They just give the diploma to the honor roll, and they just immediately file file them into a van with no windows. Like, yep, here's your diploma. They take the diploma and they throw it in the van. Go get it! It's all yours! Just peel out. Well, I'm glad today we talked about witches. We talked about curing cancer. Uh, we talked about Bitcoin and, you know, how you're going to become an, a major investor. I would, don't know if I am, Sparks. I Listen, I would love to, but I just don't know if it's in the cards. I, I wouldn't. I don't think you should become a major investor of Bitcoin. I don't think financially you're there. I think you got to do, I think you got to take care of some other things first. I'm not saying you're poor. I'm not saying you're poor. I'm just saying you got, like you said, you got your 401k in order. You got to get, you know what I mean? You got to get these things first. You got to get, you got to get the more secure investments down before you can start going with the less secure options. That makes sense. Okay. Like betting on the Browns the other night. Uh, Should I, instead of doing, which paid off, but should I maybe transition that into like a Roth? (laughs) Yeah. I think that's smarter. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Don't bet on the bounce. That's my number one word. Dude, of I bet on them once in my life and it, it paid off. So, did you really bet on them against the Steelers? Yeah. I threw 25 bucks on it just because, like, it, it makes watching the game more fun. Hell yeah, it does. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was Good fun. For you. But then the following night, I bet on the uh, Ohio State Buckeyes. And wow, that did not pay off. So, I'm, yeah. What the fuck? Me and Ohio teams, I got to spread it out a little. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. All right, well, there you go. That's it. Follow this uh, gambling degenerate on Instagram at Pike Taylor Radio and TikTok, although he doesn't dance. I'm at Sparks Radio over there on all social media as well, so jump on there. And if you could, my God, would you? I just want to hit the graphic again. Jump on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. You jump on there. You get all kinds of bonus content. Pike and I, we're going to talk. We're going to talk financial stuff. So if you like that kind of things, uh, make sure you jump on there. It only starts at a dollar and it goes up to five. It's not like it's robbing the bank or anything. All right. Sound investment, in my opinion. And uh, if you could hit the subscribe button. Thank you so much for being here. Hit the like, thumbs up, follow, comment, whatever you do. Hit it all. Hit it all. And I really do appreciate it. And uh, tomorrow we'll find out who is going up on a billboard in Las Vegas for Project Pay Him. That's it for us. Ooh. We'll see you later. So is it over, motherfuckers. Now get out of here. <laughs>